This is the special family edition of the Ranch It Up Radio Show. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up Radio Show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. A big thank you goes out to our partners, the American Gelby Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, the 144th Annual Mandan Rodeo Days, Westway Feed Products, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. As we get ready to move into the big 4th of July weekend, Cowboy Christmas as they call it, it's the first time in a long time that we're able to slow down, hopefully, for the moment, I you mean, know us, moment. though. A lot of irons get tossed in the fire pretty quick around this joint. Every, everything could change in a heartbeat. And we've had uh, a lot of fun meeting people over the years, and we've made very close friends with people. Yes, we have. And I can't wait for you to bring aboard a great couple and family on their new expedition adventure in life. This is a new journey like mm-hmm. no other. Now, we're just going to start today's program by saying this. We have all been faced with our fair share of challenges, challenges that many times put us in a position to make life-changing decisions. But could they actually be opportunities? Jared and Jill Wareham and their kids, their children, Micah, Rhett, and Sawyer of Missouri, have dedicated their entire lives to the beef business from producing to marketing to advocating But as life would have it, challenges came their way, and I'm going to say allowing them to seize opportunities, make life changes, and make dreams a reality. Jill is a teacher, and we thank you for that. Jared works remotely as a business development manager for ABS traveling all over the country. Well, Jared, Jill, and crew, thanks for taking some time away from the packing, wink, wink, and sharing with us. Uh, Let's just cut to the taste. Now, y'all sold a ranch in Missouri, and you're moving to Colorado. That is a big one. So what prompted this? Give us a little bit of the backstory, and then we'll dive into moving an operation, horses, equipment, you name it. Boy, this this uh, started quite a while ago. It's, it's, a, it's a dream that we've had for, for a long, long time, and there's, there's some personal things that have happened to us in the last few years with losing some loved ones. And, um, I think that were catalysts for us to, to really begin to take a good hard look at what we were actually getting done. You know, we, we had built a good sized cow herd, uh, you know, with my job, I mean, I'm, I'm on the go all the time and nothing bad ever happens when I'm here. Right. It's always, it's always happens when I'm gone someplace that, you know, Joe and the girls get stuck in a snow drift or they have cabin problems or we can't get things done. So uh, we, we dug real deep and, and did some soul searching and thought that uh, maybe it was time to, to, to maybe go all in on family and realize that at 125, 30 cows, we were, we loved what we did and we weren't big enough to hire any help. And we were big enough that we really needed help. And of course, I work in the beef industry every day. I have for decades now. And I think we collectively as a family sat down and, and agreed that this was something we we really wanted to do. We, we had a dream that we wanted to chase and we love living or we love traveling in the West. We love the mountains uh, and we have always wanted to live where we could breathe mountain air. And so we just kind of set uh, 
set ourselves some goals and, and work towards them as a family. Made that decision to, to pivot in a different direction and, and, and like I said, go all in on the family side of it with kids and horses and, and no cows anymore, just to, while we still had them at home. Uh, so we decided we'd change from my goals to our goals. So you're still going to be able to be professionally in the beef business, an advocate of the beef business, of agriculture too. Let's wrap those two together. You're still doing that. It is simply um, in a different fa- in a different fashion. You're just eliminating from your life maybe the practical side of it where you're not out AI and cows and you're checking heifers and you're feeding and you're calving and you're doing all, all those fantastic things. Put it well. I mean, I'm still a huge advocate for agriculture and in beef production, and still work full time in that industry and do whatever I can to support it on a day to day basis. We actually still have a big portion of our cow herd. We were able to relocate them to to Oklahoma uh, to kind of kick that can down the road, so to speak, as far as what we'll do with those cows in the future. Um, allows us to still still be involved, just not hands on day to day. I think. You know, Jill and I have been going at this for you know close to twenty three or four years now, and at a pretty pretty steady pace, always on the go, working vacations, hardly ever go anywhere. Everything revolves around work, and then the cattle and and the, the the ranching and farming side of it. And so, I think we need a little bit of a break. And while the girls were still at home, especially, we made the hard decision. It was tough because you know how passionate I am about cattle and working in the beef business and i think a realization that we had peaked at where we were and we had a big decision to make either get in deeper and go harder and make the sacrifices it was going to take to try to double triple in size now jill step up to the mic here this has had to be awfully darn hard moving from one location that you and jared started out raising your family starting and, and maintaining a life together not that i'm trying to talk anyone out of any decision but this is not just a career change or a job change this is a location change a lifestyle change change of environment you're going to look out your picture window of your house and get an entirely an entirely different view different weather different driving conditions and and everything is going to change yeah i think that's what i think that's the most exciting for all of us is we are excited for change um I kind of called it a little early retirement from the hands-on cattle side of things um, just so we can have that quality time back and start new memories in different ways out west, I suppose. Um, Just one open door led to another open door. We're just really excited. I'll be teaching out there as well, and we're excited for this change and just at that point where we're excited and ready and don't hold us back. Here we go. We're coming. <laughs> you know, the it, it seems, uh, and Beck and I say this all the time, and we call them God winks. And you know what I'm talking about with that, yes. because the journey that uh, Beck and I went on uh, with her cancer, and I'm going to say the journey that you went on with us, because we're good friends, and you went on that journey with us, checking in all the time to see what's happening. We call them God winks, when all of a sudden something just happens, and things fall into place. You know, they say, if this is what you're meant to do, like you said, Jill, doors will open and everything just kind of falls into place. Kind of like Legos. They just stick together perfectly and you can't do it do it any other way. And it seems from listening to y'all, this is exactly the situation. I would agree. It definitely 
has been that kind of situation since we started this, um, especially within the past, what, six months or so. There was a moment where I had that, what I felt like was a God wink when we came to the place where we are going to be living. And my mom's maiden name is a part of the the sign that was above the driveway. And it was just like, okay, <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is interesting. And because um, I was trying to find every negative in the world to you know talk myself out of, oh, you're just looking too hard, looking too much for the positive. And just one thing just kept leading to another. So um, mom was a, a huge cheerleader for us um, and definitely was one of the catalysts that we had in the back of our minds when we were thinking about pushing more for that work-life balance and quality time with our family. And that was a perfect thing. So now the daunting task of packing everything up, the family and everything, and moving across the country, Missouri to Colorado. Now coming up, we're going to hear from Micah, Rhett, and Sawyer and their thoughts Plus, some closing comments as we round out this special family edition of the Ranch It Up Radio Show when we come back. You asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Ride em, Cowboy. The 144th Mandan Rodeo presented by Dakota Community Bank and Trust is back this summer at the brand new Dale Polky Arena. Bring the whole family out to see some of the best riders in pro rodeo July 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Ticket packages are on sale now at mandanrodeo.com, and they're going fast. Don't miss your chance to secure the best seats in the first Mandan Rodeo at the new arena. See y'all there. It's called sustainability, and we all need it in the cow herd to remain profitable. Sustainability starts with the cow, and it's found in the maternal strength of Gelvy and Balancer females. It's hard to imagine, but weaning time will be here before you know it, and we're going to be faced with how are we going to replace those cold females and what are we going to replace them with? Well, the answer is real simple. Create sustainability with Gelbvie and Balancer females. Smart, reliable, profitable. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ranch It Up radio show, the most information packed into a 30-minute program that you can find anywhere. It's your all-things ranching newscast, and so glad to be hanging out with y'all. Comments, concerns, questions, criticisms, you can call or you can text us, 707-RANCH-20, that's 707-726-2420, or email us, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Now, we have enough challenges in life, but packing up the family and moving to a new location, starting a new life, that's a hard one. But the decision that Jared and Jill Wareham from Missouri decided to do, Jared and Jill's outfit was at the point that many of us face, get bigger, dig deeper, expand, go more in debt, or go in a different direction. Jared and Jill decided it was best for their family to go in a completely different direction. Now, literally moving the family to Colorado. Jared is still professionally very involved with helping beef producers achieve their goals as business development manager for ABS, but decided that running a pile of cows was just not in the best interest of the family. 
family and family goals have been stressed a lot. And crew, thanks so much for for hanging on and telling all of us your story. This has got to be tough and was tough because Jared, you are self-taught. You didn't get anything passed on to you. You are completely self-taught from day one. You built your place in Missouri from scratch in a top-notch place of thought. You've been a student of life. I know you always have been. You are today. You always will be. But God dang it, that's got to kind of be hard when you say, you know what, I remember when I pinched my finger in this gate working this heifer. I mean, there is, there's so many memories when it comes to a farm and ranch. It's one thing about a house. But when you throw land and a farm and ranch attached to it, now it's just not memories of your personal time. It's memories of every single thing that you've ever done. And this is something, and you are self-taught, my friend. It was not easy. You're right. I mean, we've got 20-some years worth of memories there. Uh, was broke and didn't know any better when when I bought that place and got married. And you're right. It, it It hit us at least once or twice a week in the 30 to 40 days leading up to the farm auction, uh, especially as spring came on and everything greened up. We got calves weaned on and, and horses were starting to fall. And we were just like, what are we doing? But then we realized and we remembered um, the goal we were shooting for that was out in front of us. And also the trap that we kind of felt that we were in. I think the size of the operation we'd been able to scale to was really, we'd really peaked. And, and in order to get bigger, there were some strong decisions that were going to have to be made as far as investment capital, more land, more cattle. And then do I step away from my role at ABS? Again, a role that I love because I get to work with so many people in the industry, work with you know producers in all spaces and, and, and help people like I like to do. It was going to be, do I pass that up and, and, and go in the other direction or do, do we, you know, maybe do the opposite. And I think that's when we really analyzed it, it we felt it, we were almost kind of in a trap. And so I kept telling myself, as amazing as this place is, as, as, as many memories as we've made here, we can't let that emotional piece cloud um, the whole picture when it comes to doing what's best for the family, uh, making investments that are sound so that our children can take you know, our legacy and carry it on. And maybe that legacy is part agriculture and part something else. And I think that's what we, we really, as we, as we went through this process of, you know, grieving because of the loss of <clears throat> Jill's mom and, and, and moving towards the realization that it was now or never, we also, you know, made sure mentally that we separated ourselves from the emotional piece of being, hey, this is this is everything we've poured our blood, sweat and tears into and we could never leave it behind. We actually began to value other things above that and that made that decision that much easier. But man, I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of times over the last 45 days when we we would be sitting up on a hill on horseback looking at the green grass and the cows grazing and be like, man, are we, did we, and it was a little too late at that point because we'd already made the decisions and set everything in motion. So we were like, wow, did we make the right decision? But then we, we would smile at each other and, and, uh, and say, yeah, no, we're, we're heading in the right journey or we're heading down the right path. And this is, a, this is the journey that ahead of us that, that we need to be taking. So, so now I want to bring uh, the kids in on this a little bit, Micah, you're the oldest, you're 16. And so what do you make of this move? I mean, you're leaving friends, you're moving to a whole new location. 
with all this moving that we've put in a bunch of time, just slotted some in to hang out with the friends before we leave. But it's not like when my dad was a kid and he was moving and he just completely left his friends behind and had to make new ones. Couldn't really keep in touch with them because you don't have the technology that we do today. But now that we're moving, I feel more confident that I can keep those friends and keep in touch because we have our phones and everything. And I don't know. And we'll be back to visit often since we'll still have family and everything back here. So I'll have all the time to see them too and come back and I'll make new friends. I thought, I mean, yeah, I should. Hopefully. Yeah. Of course. I think so. <laughs> of course you will. Of course you'll make new friends. Well, Rhett and Sawyer, what do you guys got to say? I mean, are you excited to go out to Colorado where you're going to be out your front door and there's going to be the mountains? They're literally right there. Is that super cool? Yeah, I'm excited to do a bunch of fun stuff with my family. Do y'all get along? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the, tr- the truth comes out. How about you, Sawyer? Are, are you excited to, to be able to be in a new place and mountains and it's going to be all this cool stuff to explore? Yeah, I'm excited to just wake up one day and it's just clear skies and you can just see the mountains. Jared and Jill and Micah, Rhett, Sawyer, thank you so much for coming on the program and and sharing your story with us. The good, the bad, the ugly, the blood, the sweat, and the tears on this family edition, this special family edition of the Ranch It Up radio show going into the big holiday weekend. And I think one of the important takeaways is this, is that it takes time for all of us, for each and every one of us that's listening today to find where our space is and to find where we fit. It takes those people at the end of dirt roads that are bailing hay as we speak, that are fixing water gaps. It takes people like you, Jared, to help us make some genetic decisions to improve what we are doing at the end of dirt roads. And by golly, it even takes a tigger or two to be able to tell the story and to bring everyone together to help provide solutions. But Jared and Jill, I want you to take this from me, from my heart, that there is many more lessons that you are passing on to your children. And it is so much far more reaching than just agriculture. And you, you hit the nail on the, on the head with that one. And I'll just share you a little, little, little bit of a conversation with a good friend of mine. I told her briefly when she found out what we were doing that, you know, I think much like her own story, it would be very hard for me as a parent to continue to tell my kids that they can achieve anything they want to and dream as big as they want to. And all they have to do is work hard to achieve it. If I never chase my own goals. Yeah. Everything's the same. The only thing that'll be different is, is uh, uh, where I drink my morning coffee in the view. And, and hopefully the girls will, will understand that if they have a dream, they can go all into and they can they can chase that thing and make those dreams come true and, and then always bet on family. I think that's the other piece of this. And I think that is the biggest piece of this one. Jared and Jill Wareham, congratulations. And Beck and I are so looking forward to coming and seeing you at your new place in Colorado. Coming up, we're talking the 144th annual Mandan Rodeo Days. A number of you are making your way to that destination as we speak. We're going to talk more with the Green Hat Clown and find out what you can see when you come to Mandan. It's the family edition of the Ranch It Up radio show on this special holiday weekend. Stay with us. We've got more after this. 
Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. Simply go to WatchRFDTV.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFDTV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to WatchRFDTV.com, sign up, and start streaming today. The Ranch It Up Radio Show. It's all things ranching, cattle, cowboy, and markets, some history, lots of news and information, topics to help you put dollars back into your pocket. That's just a little bit of what you will hear each and every week, and we strive to bring you what you need. Now, if there's a subject that you want us to cover, a sale barn, say a producer you want us to talk to, get a hold of us anytime. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call or text us at 707-RANCH-20. And remember, it's your program, not ours. Ride em, cowboy. The 144th Mandan Rodeo, presented by Dakota Community Bank and Trust, is back this summer at the brand new Dale Polky Arena. Bring the whole family out to see some of the best riders in pro rodeo, July 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Ticket packages are on sale now at mandanrodeo.com, and they're going fast. Don't miss your chance to secure the best seats in the first Mandan Rodeo at the new arena. See y'all there. Welcome back to the Ranch It Up Radio Show. Many of you, as we speak, are making your way to Mandan, North Dakota for the 144th annual Mandan Rodeo Days. Special entertainer and rodeo clown, Austin Singley, the green hat clown, is with us today. You're going to see him perform. So, Austin, let's break this down a little bit and uh, just give us a little bit of the background of how you kind of got into this rodeo business, how you caught the bug. Well, I'll tell you, it, it all started after I barely graduated high school and I had nothing better going for me. So I figured I'd just wear some baggy clothes and makeup. And, <laughs> right. and nowadays, people are wearing tight clothes and makeup. So I guess I was ahead of the trend. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, yeah, I guess I was just I was always a class clown in school that took it a little too seriously and and proved all my teachers wrong that I would never, you know, make a career out of being a class clown. So now I I I got paid to roll around in dirt and make people laugh and and just have a good time. Make people smile and enjoy themselves. And yeah, I want to bring that up that uh the the career of the rodeo clown, it is, for many of you, it is a career. It's a full-time job. I know a lot of people, they, they you know, maybe back home, they've got other jobs or they're traveling on the weekend. But uh, for you guys, especially when we get around that 4th of July time, that Cowboy Christmas, it is go time. And it is, let's just be honest, I mean, it is a mainstay of a lot of y'all's income. Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, this is this is a full-time gig. This is my full-time job. So, you know, we're rolling, you know, I'm driving 75 to 100,000 miles a year back and forth across the country, uh, doing a different rodeo, a different town every single week. You know, it's we're lucky in the way uh, compared to different athletes in rodeo. You know, they're at a different rodeo almost every day, especially during Cowboy Christmas. They'll get, you know, bucked off their their animal and jump in their little rental car and drive to the next town for the rodeo the next day. You know, we're lucky we get to be in one town for an entire week. Uh, and we get a guaranteed paycheck. We don't have to be, pay to play, right? Uh, you know, which is great too. And so this is—it's just the best job in the entire world. I get to travel the whole country, just meet hundreds of thousands of just the best people on the planet, and uh, you know, 
make everybody laugh, offend half of them, and just have a good time. Really. Right. You know, they say with your traveling, or you said it there, 75 to 100,000 miles. So I'm going to put it to you like this. Uh, the life is is half cowboy, half gypsy, half stupid. Maybe if I could say that, Austin, to throw that wow. in there. it It is kind of a tough lifestyle because uh, it is go, go, go. I mean, like you said, every single week it's a different home on the road so what is what is that like i mean does it take a while to get adapted to that do you have to be a special kind of breed to be able to enjoy being on the road like that yeah well i'll tell you you know as a rodeo clown i think our our ingredients are probably 10 percent rodeo 10 percent gypsy and 80 percent stupid um <laughs> But it definitely takes it. It's a lifestyle. You know, people look at it and, you know, it's all fun and games. But, you know, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of hours in the truck. You know, I travel with horses, you know, so I got to they're the priority on the road. I got to stop more often, make sure they can walk around and exercise and eat, get watered and all those types of things. And, you know, it's a lifestyle on the road. Uh, but it's it's one I wouldn't trade for anything. It's, you know, when you finally roll into a town and you get to put that makeup on and and step out in front of the crowd. It's just, there's no feeling like it. And it's, it is, it's better than an actual paycheck. Truthfully. Austin Singley, the green hat clown. Thank you for the time, sir. And good luck. Enjoy your stay at the 144th annual Mandan rodeo days in Mandan, North Dakota for ticket information, for more information of what's going on. In fact, all of Mandan rodeo days, just head to ndrodeo.com. There's parades. There is festivals, just about everything you can about imagine for the 4th of July. Now, wasn't this just a nice episode? It was. I love the change up. Sharing the story a little bit of the Warehams, and now that's going to wrap it for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, the Warehams, Jared, Jill, Micah, Rhett, and Sawyer, Austin Singley, the Green Hat Clown, coming to Mandan Rodeo Days, and of course to you, the Boss Lady Beck. A big thank you to our partners, the American Galvey Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, the 144th Annual Mandan Rodeo Days, Westway Feed Products, LA Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to follow and like us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text us 24-7 at 707-RANCH-20. That's 707-726-2420. Have a wonderful and safe 4th of July holiday. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up.